describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. from Biffer's Palace of Heavenly Delights. Biffer's Palace of Heavenly Delights. And today's episode... <laughs> today's episode of Grog Talk is being taped in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, give yourselves a hand out there. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for coming out. We really appreciate that. And, and you know, James, Biffer's Palace is at, at the Fortress of Badabascar, which is, is kind of a rough place. So... Uh, yeah, so I see. So why, 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 don't get pickpocketed. Watch your stuff with this crowd, James. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's a good one. Oh, yes. So oh, the Chamberlain from Australia is on. Hello, Mr. Thompson. Welcome. That's right. So and where is where is that from, This the place we're at, if people wanted to visit it in, we are in literature? We're at Biffer's Palace of Heavenly Delights, which is in... Uh, the Fortress of Badabascar, uh -huh. which our listeners may recall is an adventure uh, that was a Judge's Guild adventure ah, back late, in the late 70s. Late 70s. All right. Do you want to know about Biffer? Sure. Okay, so this is a spoiler. So if you're thinking of running this adventure or you are going to go through it, you would now want to come back in about 20 seconds. Biffer traps customers in his tavern by drugging their wine and selling them onto the slave markets. And this is interesting. So you could go here. You're starting the adventure. Like, oh, that sounds good. Biffer's Palace of Heavenly Delights. Right. Sounds great. You go there. Your adventure literally is you wake up and, I guess it's the ace. It's, it's, you advance directly to what? A Four. four? A, well, a, a, yeah, A4 is when you're, when you're captured. That's right. Right. So you just advance directly. To, you just directly advance to being enslaved. The only thing you have to change is that you're, you're, you wake up in a tub with an ice and there's a scroll. Your kidney has been taken. Wow, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been harvested. Exactly. Yeah, we'll talk about that with, with the manufacturing of magic items. <laughs> That's right. You're a you're a half elf. You're an elf, and the, the thing calls for el, you know potion of yeah. longevity calls for yeah. the, the elven kidney. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my eye? I have no eyes. That's right. I can't exactly. see. That's right. Classic. 
Phil, uh, I see. I love your shirt. I'm with the half orc. Is there like a is, is there a I'm with the um, shirtemporium.com? Because last time it was I'm with Cupid. Now you have I'm with the half orc. So. Well, it's 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 my thing now. I'm sure I'll grow out of this phase. Um, I find them at, at various places, but I'm James. I'm confused about your shirt because apparently you think it's the Valentine special. That's right. I'm wearing an orange shirt. No, this is. Uh, <laughs> we talked about the old Bucko Bruce orange jerseys from uh, the Buccaneers, who are the uh, Super Bowl super champions of the entire galactic universe. The super super champions. What are you, from another country? (laughs) Yes, the super champs. That's right. That's it. I I hear your team win super champion. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when you hear, we're world champions. No one else plays American football. But, hey, you know, that's... How rude is Yes, how rude is that? Now, I'm very disappointed in you, James. Yes. Because, as you know, I asked you... Thank you. I asked you. To, <laughs> you're having more fun with that than I will. I asked. I asked you to take to watch this video on YouTube. I did. Yep. Not that video. Well, you know, I know you watched that one. I yeah. enjoyed it. The uh, other one. Yes. Right. And of 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 a Buccaneers game in 1977. Right. Their, their first home victory against the St. Louis Cardinals, 17 to seven. I directed you to a particular place in the video yeah. where they were, they were scanning the crowd after a big touchdown pass. And I said, you'll find little Gormansky there. And uh, you didn't find little Gormansky, but, but I'm there and I encourage people to just, it's like, where's Waldo? Where, yeah. He hurt my feelings. Where's, where's Gormansky? Yeah. So for those, um, for those listening at home, I tried. It's it's a VHS copy of an old <laughs> tape, and it looks like when you slow it down, like a Monet picture. You know, it's in watercolors, and everyone's kind of you. You can tell there's blobs. So I look for a somewhat pasty, small, diminutive yeah. figure. Perfect. And shockingly, there were <laughs> lots of little dots there. So well, that's like that's what I told you. It's like where's where's Waldo? That's right. Well, I should have just said, yes, I saw you. And then, but I was, I was concerned you'd say, well, okay, what row was I on? Cause that's no, what's your, what's your color? I would have started yeah. quizzing you. No, you were smart. You yeah. did the right thing, James. Don't cheat. You did that's, the right thing. You get caught. That's right. So I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say, I, I slowed it down. I did make the effort. I should have took a screenshot and said, okay, which one are you? And it literally is just a, right. a wash of, it's like, a, a watercolor that's been, you know, it's, it's just washed out. It was impossible to see, but that is very cool. So that caused me to buy my Bucko Bruce color version of Tom Brady. So very good. Very cool. So that, yes. So you, you have mad props because in 1977, I was not even in Florida at that point. Hello, everyone. Everyone's showing up. Everyone's getting here. Uh, let's say hi to them as well. That's right. The crowd goes wild. So. I really want to get this for you, Dan, so you could just press the buttons. That would be even that would be even better because that will keep you super excited. No, I'd be like a cat. I'd be out of control. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the problem. You can press all the buttons, and you can just yeah. like have all your hands on it. We need like a DJ. We do well. Yeah, that would be great. We do need a DJ. <laughs> Somebody to MC this thing. Yes, thank you. That's right. That's right. Uh, go Bucks. Uh, so. 
Moving on. People are not here for bucks, They're, but it was that's what keeps us entertained. Uh, oh, the Chamberlain Brandywine is on as well. So let's hear. Uh, for, for next time, uh, look, look what I have for you. And and next oh. time, is that Ashton? That's the that's the double double jeopardy. That's an asteroid, huh? That's not asteroids. Uh, it's sort of a similar asteroids, but you really, when you do double jeopardy, uh, or I need to get the wrong. Dit, dit, dit. I don't have that one yet, so I have to work on it because everything's with Alex Trebek's voice on there, which is disturbing. I don't want mm -hmm. I don't want his voice, and then that would be a copyright. We would be. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, back in trouble back. again. You don't want me. To, you don't want to be in trouble. So there you again. go. So next time we play, when Rob's dulcet tones comes on, it says for two hundred. You know, blah blah blah, and he could say the answer is correct. There you go. So we have. <laughs> <laughs> We're so easily entertained. I, yes. I, that's that's what it's about. All right, moving on. GrogCon announcement. Right, Talk, October fifteenth through seventeenth. Yes, for those who are. Have listened to our show forever. We announced the convention for months, every session. So we're going to continue to do that. So for no no change at this point, right? And not that I know of. Right. There we're uh, we're we're uh, steady as we go. I did saw someone on Discord who lives in the Tampa area. Speaking of the the Bucks who is looking forward to coming in October. So we've got more people coming than ever. So if you can make it, we'd love to see October 15th through 17th. In the meantime, you can go out to Grognard's Guild online. A lot of games out there. The Chamberlain uh, has a Discord game by post. There's Brian's running a game online. Um, if you're not playing first edition D&D or an older old school game, come out to our Discord and uh, start a game. That would be great. Uh, as far as, and this is all happening, thanks to our patrons. Um, we don't have a heraldry this week. We will have a next week. We don't have a giveaway this week because last week we gave away. Uh, we'll do next uh, for March for our St. Patrick's Day event, right? We're doing a special event for St. Patrick's Day, Dan? Well, I mean, we'll probably be wearing green. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds good. Maybe. Or orange. Oh, it'll, yeah, our, everything comes out orange. Um, this actually looks orange. My red shirt also looked orange. But this is what orange looks like on my, uh, on my web camera. Um, and so the Swedish Challenge, by the way, I, I know you saw this fun fact. We are the, the 11,338th podcast in the world. In the entire world, we are the 11,000. And the 95th, 135th one in the United States. What do you think about that, Dan? If you were to, if I would have told you yeah. that our efforts for the last two years have yielded us the nine thousand five hundred thirty fifth rank, that's pretty good. I would say that is nine five three six must really suck. <laughs> it's dead air. Be, it's <laughs> yes, it's dead air. I would want to be those dudes. It's a test tone. Uh, so. Um, and speaking of that, if you want to get, if you would like to see us move up and mock other podcasts that actually put a lot of time and effort, you could put an iTunes review in. That would help us because that's how the algorithm, the more people who review, uh, we'll, we'll say your review here, good, bad, or indifferent. And that gets more people to see our, or listen to our podcast. 
So again, thank you for those who have done that. That's super cool. We have our uh, flipping and turning. Version 2.5 is available, but guess what's coming out soon? Issue 3. I wonder if uh, Rob will be ready to discuss issue 3, at least the release of it for St. Patrick's Day. That, that, that would be great. So I've just put him on the spot for that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Which means he's already working on issue 4 because he is a maniac. Uh, I've, submitted, I've already submitted something for issue 4, have uh, you? You know, the last one took, took a lot out of me. It <laughs> The writing is hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're very prolific at writing. I, I, that is a skill that I wish I had. I, it's, it doesn't I feel, mean it's good. Uh, well, just as like you can generate it quickly, doesn't necessarily well, mean quality. It's the attorney in you. I mean, you can generate a lot of stuff, and it seems cogent. So that's good. And 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 at least for the stuff I've seen, it's been funny. I just struggle with it. And he, and Rob had a. Push me over, pull me over the uh, finish line with the Grog Talk Adventures episode or issue one or whatever it is. Did you get Did you get in trouble? No, I didn't get in trouble. He, I, I remember I, when we talked to him. I said, "I this is just not working." And he was a good editor. He he encouraged me, and I I, I didn't want to quit on him. So I, I I got something done. He knew he 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 knows how to basically assess the person he's dealing with. Right. He realized what would work with you, and he knew that if he berated you, you would just sort of curl up. Yeah, and, that would that would have been. I would have been yeah. out. <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy gax in this thing. All right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who yeah. do you think you are, Cask? <laughs> that's right. Like... I'm guy gax. You're Cask. <laughs> I could put You're my fired. shopping list. I could put my shopping list, and you'd publish it. You'd have to. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly right. That's interesting. Do you think? Do you think Cask was ever like, yeah? No, I'm sorry, Gary. He's like, Gary's like, where was my thing? He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. It just, it wasn't very good. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think so. But that'd be funny. That would be. So, um, anyway, that if you want to. Uh, Contribute to issue three or issue four? I mean, who had the over-under at more than two episodes, two issues? Right. This is amazing. I oh, I bet against it. I went under. If it was one. The over-under was one. Yeah, I think it was one. I it thought was one, we, I, I, Yeah, I assumed we would do one and Rob would say, I'm never doing this again. And we'd be like, okay, thanks. Oh, well, then it sounds like at least you didn't lose money if you were at one, right? Because I went under. Yeah, you went under. I, I took a bath. Yeah, yeah. I lost like $100. Eggs, easily. So... Uh, if you want to contrib- uh, contribute to future editions of Flipping and Turning, which is on available on DriveThruRPG, also if you are a patron, you get to see it earlier, a, a week or so earlier before everyone else does, send your submissions, ideas to editor at grogcon.com. Our main topic, which people have been waiting for, creating magic items in advanced Dungeons & Dragons. So the, the main... Uh, article there is articles here in the encyclopedia dmg about it and it's under research and the page well that's why i'm looking up so that's why i'm stalling oh sorry i didn't understand that stalling crickets and i'm stalling crickets and oh. it's under page 115 Days. oh okay 114 all right because it's under magical research this is okay. So look, you want me to give you? You know, I'm a big picture kind of guy. I'm not a detail guy. Well, that's cl- that's very clear. What what this what you're supposed to? <laughs> what this really what this showed me is 
man, I don't want to manufacture magic item. It's hard. It's really hard. It's complicated. But it also showed me that magic items should be rare and right and special because of all the work that goes into it. And number three, it makes me, as you have already pointed out, want to harvest a lot of organs and body parts and sell them. That there's a, there would be a brisk trade of this stuff, right? Because magic you need them. Well, and so before you talk about manufacturing magic items, I think you have to discuss the article that um, about the placement of magic items. So you have to decide in your campaign how rare magic items are, and that is somewhere in the campaign thing in the DMG. I'm trying to find it. I've got it. So, one, so on 116, it starts with fabrication magic items, including potions and scrolls. And Gary sent it. It only takes him two sentences to say, a properly run campaign will be relatively stringent with respect to the number of available magic items so your players will sooner or later express a desire to manufacture their own. So you're supposed to be stringent uh, with the magic items. Right. And, and, and when you talk about the placement of magic items, which is in another section, I'm trying to find it, why you... Uh, well, you're mentioning that. Oh, I'd like to point something out. Page 92 of the DMG. Okay. And, you know, he, he's, he's trying to straddle the... the the thing between the Monty Hall campaign and there's nothing, you know, the killer dungeon that has nothing because both will turn off your players and you have to find the sweet spot is the idea. Right. Well, you know, it's this idea that, a, okay, so take, take our, what we learned from our plus one sword business. So right. that sword ended up being fun, had an interesting backstory. You should do that with even, you know, we were sort of down on the possibility that it was just a plus one sword without any intelligence and boo, how boring. I think the crowd actually booed, right, about, you know, come on, guys, you know, create some interesting backstory for that plus one sword. Was it forged by halflings, you know, years, you know, is there a little, I mean, and not that you're necessarily going to get the, the, the provenance with it, but maybe you will, right? This sword was... Maybe there's a little inscription on it or something, you know. So you got to kind of work to make it interesting. But so I think, so to me, the fabrication of magic items was fascinating. I, I enjoyed reading this, not because I'd ever want to do it, right? but because it, it, does, it does sort of answer questions of how it's done. And, and, and it sort of makes you appreciate, I hope, the how, how, you know, we're all like, oh, I've got four scrolls, right? You do scrolls and, I, you know, you hand out scrolls like they're in a candy shop, right? Like, oh, everyone's walking around. Your magic user's walking around with, 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 with a scroll with six spells. And if you're going to have an NPC or you're going to have a pregen, you want to have a lot of scrolls. And I get it because magic users want spells. That's what they do. I get it. But in the same vein, my God, I respect that scroll. Do you know? Probably not. The effort that went into making that scroll. Right. Right, that's exactly it. And so those, yeah. are, those are the tensions that you have. If you stick to the DMG and his examples, you know, you have to kill a lot of things before you get a sword. And I think uh, when, when we were playing, a, a lot of how I was influenced on how to play were what we, what we saw in the modules that we bought. Because I didn't play a lot of Judges Guild or any of that other stuff. I just used the you know, the TSR-approved dungeon thing. Not Delph-approved? At the time, I didn't know about Delph-approved. <laughs> so, 
All right, so let's get we so potions. We've already talked about that, right? Well, uh, we we sort a, of talked about it. We had a segue. You're right. And magic, you got to be seventh level or above. Yeah. And you got to you got to hire an alchemist. And if I recall correctly, Dragon Magazine had an NPC alchemist. Yep. But that's a whole nother. That's topic, right. Right. Um, well, it's also in here uh, too. There's an alchemist, but it's it's a hireling that you hire. That's right. There's a big list of hirelings. And you at eleventh I can go without the out. So when I'm seventh level magic user, I need an alchemist. So so I'm a let's say I'm a seventh level magic user, because eleventh is insane. I'm a seventh level I mean that's like Elron Baru. Right, but he's eighth right? level. And he Oh he's eighth level. So he can't even he needs an alchemist. The, the, right. the fabled Elron Baroon. That's right. So I'm Elron Baroon. <laughs> I I need a I gotta have an alchemist with me, right? Right. And then, so it's 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 not easy. I need a lab, right? There's all overhead, and you have to the keep overhead. Track it. Yeah, it's a huge effort to do that. But what I did like about this is that, again, what I love about the DMG is that you find these nuggets. So, you know, in these adventures, you often come upon a laboratory, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I didn't even think about a laboratory and what's in it. Well, here we get information. Yep. Page one sixteen. It tells us right. So I'm a I'm a I am Elron Baroon. I'm going to need a one potions one at a time, which stinks. I can't. So I'm not like the fast order cook with like the three orders of hamburgers at it once. It does not appear that you could figure that out, which seems weird. Okay, but but Gary's he's making it hard. Do you get that sense? He's making Gary's making it hard right. on us. Well, the, this is the fear that we have: is what what do what do what is every character want to do if they have these whether it's making uh holy water or scrolls or potions what do they want to do right they want they want a factory they want to build the potion factory oh the potion factory potion factory there you go that's a good name for it isn't it come down to the potion factory i'm just doing all (laughs) i just have a button that presses all of them the potion factory yeah, or random. You need a. Can you do a? Can you do a random button? Like random sounds. Yeah, that's that would be one. Way to do it. Yeah, cover your eyes. Um, we need something to. You got to do one with heckling. Yeah, it's probably a heckling. Okay. Who, don't you think? Yeah, I need crickets, heckling. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, anyone else in the chat? Get them in now. That's right. Okay. So great. This is going to be when. So we're going to have like a guest on Luke Gygax, and he's going to say something, and it's going to be like he's going to get heckled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I thought I think first edition is is good, but I like fifth edition. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> That's in, yeah. It's like well, yeah, wrong. The answer is well, I don't know what that show was. Right? What was it? The some whatever some Washington. Okay, the magic user must have a proper laboratory with fire with a fireplace, workbench, brazier, and several dozen. I don't know what an alembic is several dozen alembics flasks dishes mortar and pestle basins jugs i don't know what a retort is i thought a retort is like you come back at somebody with a funny line retorts perhaps you have to you have to berate the potion as it's being built as you yeah or i thought a retort is like you do multiple damage to somebody like i committed a tort Mm, right and then it's a retort or you got to take your you failed an alembic is a distilling apparatus well, thank you, Mr. Magic User. I looked it up. That was a joke. Oh. Well, thank you, Mr. Magic User. <laughs> measuring, 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 measuring devices. Oh, so there's like, uh, 
You mean there's like little like uh, they have like measuring spoons? Yeah. Like you go down to like so when you go down to like the magic shop, it's a little bit like a Bed Bath and Beyond. There'll be like measuring spoons. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right. You go down to Alambic City. Alambic City. Alambic City. Come to Alambic Special City. Yeah. What was Alambic City? Take. I was just too busy thinking about the laugh track. Huh? Take me down to What's Alambic the- City. Sorry. What's an Alambic again? It's a distillery. It's a thing that distills. Oh. You titrate. Oh. Titration, right? Isn't that? Chemistry has been a long time. Titration. Okay. Sure. All right. Are you making drugs? No, Mom, I'm making potions. <laughs> this is fair. Br- Breaking Bad, the D&D edition. Breaking Bad? Yeah. Yes. Potions are illegal. Scales and so forth, exclamation point. In other words, you know what the exclamation point means? Do you know what that means? What Gary's doing with that? What is he doing? It's going to be expensive. <laughs> Don't you think? Oh, yeah. He's like, this is going to cost you. Yeah. <laughs> if you think, it's like you got an Allenbeck. Wh- no. well, you only have one Allenbeck? Well, that's not going right? to No, yeah, you need three Allenbecks. Like, you, know, you, like you know, enriching uranium. You have to have like thousands of these Allenbecks. Oh, without question. Oh, and, oh, and yeah, you got the, um, oh, you bought the measuring devices without the one-eighth teaspoon? Yeah, yeah. It just one-fourth? Oh, no, no. Or you, you lose get that pen. one because your apprentice, the alchemist, made the last potion, and now you're screaming because you can't find the one-eighth teaspoon. Yeah. Where the hell's the one-eighth? The sorcerer's apprentice has lost it. Or, even worse, you ready for this? He forgot to clean it. Right. Oh, that's right. Potion ruined, right? There's a little or bit of something else. I'd roll in the miscability layer. Oh, it blows up. That's right. Boom. You yawn again. Cooking bad meth. <laughs> Yes, he blows up. There's chances of blow. This could be like its own game, role playing game, don't you think? Yeah, this sounds super exciting. Watching the the magic user roll to see if potions work. It's what do you guys think? That sounds like a fun game, don't you think, guys? It's kind of mixed. People are. How many people like it? It could sell. Okay. Oh, I need. You're right. I need to. Oh, yep. Go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) Such implements are not easily obtained being found only at alchemic, alchemical shops, alchemical shops, or produced upon special order. So there's like special orders in D&D, like by stonemasons, potters, and glass. So the glass blower is getting all of these special orders for these items. Right. I think there's going to be a shop. I think there's going to be a shop that specializes in this. Initial outlay for the creation of a workshop Assuming that the place already has a fireplace, would cost between two hundred and one thousand gold pieces. Well, that actually isn't that bad. If I'm a seventh level magic user, right? It's not I should that, have it's not that. that. It's not that bad. No. This cost is based on the relative ability of the tradesmen and goods necessary to complete the workroom. So yeah, I got to hire a general contractor, right? To like, complete the workroom, it's got to be like set up properly and all that. Yeah. All right. Okay. And stock it properly. So like, I'm hiring a GC. He's like, yeah, what you need? I'm like, I'm, people are bidding on it. I'm like, yeah, I need a work. I'm a seventh level magic user. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I need, I want a work room. So do you think there's like rooms to go? There's like, they have like, just like all, everything. The where, starter like, the set, like you can go water <laughs> online, the starter version. My first, my first potion. That's right. My first work room. <laughs> A little, oh, that's right. They're like a little kids thing. You're right. Like an easy bake oven. Yeah, easy bake. My, my first potion. Easy make potion. Easy, oh, okay. easy make potion. That's good. 
something like that. Yeah, you get it like the little kid. So you like the little kid magic user. Like, so like the magic user's kid has like this little for Christmas. Right, from Radio Shack, you'd get those chemistry sets. Your yeah. kids would buy them yeah. for you. This is the alchemy version. Yeah, make a little, so just like little basic potions. You know, it would, it would have the ogre magi blood or thread of a saint, um, vampire oh, dust. Right. Yes, yes, it'll come. We'll see this. Yes, it will come with the ingredients for just one early, the first potion. The starter set for the seventh magic seventh level magic user. I love that. You don't need to work. You do not need. Don't ha- can't afford a lab. Right. No worries. This is you can make this one little potion. I love it. Chance of death, ten percent. Okay. Warning. Um, warning. That's right. Warning. There's always all sorts of warnings. This needs to be an advertisement, flipping and turning. Don't you think? That's right. Uh, you know, easy bake. Easy make potion. Yep. All right. Easy bake potion. I'm gonna write that. Yeah. I'm gonna see all if right. Rob will do that. Yeah, now see, that's what I do. I asked, I suggest laugh tracks to you, then we suggest things. It all flows down, doesn't it? Smoldering dung. It flows down. Advertise. Okay. The DM may certainly require, I love this. It's, if it's not bad enough, the DM may certainly require a greater expenditure if the campaign has inflation and or shortages. Oh, that, yeah. Nothing says fun like I want to like build a work, uh, a lab. And I have to pay more because the DMs told me that there's a like strike, glass blower strike. Right. Or there was the um, the quarry, not the quarry, the sand. You need special sand to be blown yeah. to to make the beakers, and that sand, uh, the ship is delayed. Right. It exactly. It's actually, it's missing, and that's the quest that you have to do. Right. Nothing compels your party. Hey, we have to look for the ship. That has the glass that came from a mysterious place to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Or, 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 or it could be that like there's no imports are banned because there's a black plague outbreak. Right. And no one's coming in. No, no one's going out. No one's coming in. But I do think I do like, and I want to talk about this, about going to find items right. to make potions. And, that, and that's the compelling <laughs> thing is you, know, you, you could yeah. have quests to do that, and, and you know, they'd have some interest in doing that. It is that that would that would be fun. But you know, players don't uh, want to do that. Of course, why would players they? Players want to go to the Walmart of in the big city. They want to go. Actually, they they expect your small little hamlet to have Saul's right. magic shop and import uh, ingredients emporium. Yeah, I need like yeah, I need like you know basilisk eye right. or whatever. And what size? You have I, it? Yeah. You don't have it? Yeah, I, I need a, a, a adult basilisk eye. Well. Yeah, it reminds me. Was it a Seinfeld episode where Kramer orders a like a latte and it's like at a law firm or something? I can't remember where it is. He's like, "What?" Yeah. So yeah. So no, that's that's a good point. Um, you need to go out and find it. The I love this too. The outlay, monthly outlay, up upkeep. Right. Because you know they're breaking the beacon beaker. Right. right? The upkeep of the laboratory requires a further monthly outlay of 10% of the total cost of the place, exclusive of any special provisions or protections, in order to stock basic fuel and supplies. Yeah, but you know what? This could actually be a fun adventure. Okay, here's, here's this is what I'm thinking, James, is that the player characters work for the Mad Wizard. Right. And so you're just on retainer, and you're being hired to go out and find all these items, right? That could be a fun campaign, don't you think? Right. Yes, it's uh, Charlie's Angels, basically. Yes, you're right. Yes, I was trying to. Who is your favorite of the three? Uh, 
I don't remember their names. Farrah Fawcett. Oh, you're okay. Yeah, you know, every yeah, I know they all like Farrah Fawcett. I was a um, I was a Jack with Jackson. Who was the uh, the brunette with the long? I was a Kate Jackson guy, even at a young age. I'm like, nope, not Farrah for me. Though that poster was good. I know that the famous poster. I was a Kate Jackson one, and I don't know who the third one was. Uh, but do you remember this one? Bosley Tom Bosley. Do you remember Bosley, that episode? Tom, no, I don't remember it, but. He says, what's your name? He said, Bosley oh, Tom Bosley. Bosley. And then she calls him. Somebody in the episode calls him the entire time, Bosley Tom Bosley. Okay. So the place is always in use if the player character has an alchemist in his or her employ. Oh, which we do need. To, oh, we got to employ. Right. Oh, he's like on our payroll? Yeah. We he lives there? He's like coming out of the shower? He's like always there? <laughs> okay. Whatever. He's even roommate. Uh, That's right. So we got the alchemist. That's the sitcom, right? <laughs> the alchemist. Come and knock on my door. The alchemist is there. <laughs> um, Crazy alchemist, too. Three's company. Exactly. The place is always in use if he has an alchemist. For the alchemist will continually putter and experiment, always to no particular end. <laughs> I love it. We're not in case. Gary, how did Gary write this in a year? Uh, this is a treasure. I mean, this honestly, Gary, the effort he put in is, is incredible, it's, isn't well, it? He's been in the workplace. If you don't give the guy yeah. assignment oh, and you go on adventure, about TSR. Right. This is a slam of his own people. Like Skip Williams. It's like Skip, yeah, he goes like out Skip to California and he comes back. What have you guys done? Uh, broke a beaker. <laughs> Skip Williams broke the the whatever. I'm trying to think of something from the early 80s. They have dishwashers. Skip Williams shot the food. That's uh, from, from Gauntlet, the game. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah, Ernie broke a window. Oh, uh, Errol Ernie Otis went through the roof. Errol Otis fell through the ceiling. Yep. Well, and then Errol's like, yeah, but you know, um, Ernie broke a window, and Ernie never gets in trouble, right, because he's the son. Yeah, 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 exactly. Why am I in trouble? As Errol. Okay. Most important so, – okay, so – it costs a lot of money. So you've got, in order to avoid the length and completion of separate formulas for each type of potion, the following simple is, okay, yeah, there's a system. We don't need to go through that. But it costs money. And you got to get stuff, okay? And so he has some suggestions for ingredients. Um, hang on. How many are there? We'll roll. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 34. Can you roll a D35 for me, please, no. James? No. and then we have to count it up. All right. Just uh, we'll pick out a few random. This is wonderful. I love this stuff. It reminds you of spell components. So um, pick a potion. Healing, since I already said it. Healing. Yes. Healing requires ogre magi blood. Wait, ogre magi blood of thread of saints. Wait, it doesn't mean. I think it's ore. Ore. Oh, you think it's ore or is it name? Yeah, it's going to be ore. So, oh, Jody. Well, maybe it was the typesetter. Maybe it wasn't her. Oh, maybe. My pipe. My pipe. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jody. You don't know that. Uh, I was waiting for an awe. Okay, so ogre magic. Why? It's, it's why ogre? Slow. Go ahead. Why ogre? What's the internet? What's ogre magi blood? I mean, no, I know what it is. Why do I need ogre magi blood for healing? What do ogre magi yeah, do? They do they? Have, I would think troll's blood would be the thing to use. Oh yes, you're very smart. Very yes. Good one, Jim. 
Yes, that's right. Okay, we got to look at Ogre Magi because I don't understand why we would use that for potion of healing. They're not as rare. And so we have to go to Japan. They're Japanese. Is there Japan in D&D? They normally seek... Oriental adventures. Anyone out there got any idea why? It, they're able to find... They can fly, become invisible, cause darkness, polymorph. Oh, they do regenerate. Oh, they and regenerate. regenerate. There you go. That's why. That's it. Sleep, Just as Lloyd gadget. said it, you said it. That's why. They regenerate. Oh, good work, Lloyd. Okay, so that's what and that is. Troll, so, but the problem with it, as we know, is you have any bit of the troll, it regenerates and becomes a troll, which is a little bit of a problem. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's the episode. So, like, we, like, go to get a troll for, right, for, for is a troll required for anything? Yeah, look, troll blood. Ex, extra healing, James. Oh, there you go. So this is a problem. Wait, does blood regenerate? It's, remember, I, what I recall is any, if any part of the troll is there, it'll, it'll pop back. It's moving. So the blood is like trying to... That's right. You have to probably seal it somewhere or hermetically freeze it or something. So the lesson here is, and I'm just going to read some of the things that are used in potions, ingredients. And the lesson here is there's been a lot of waste, has there not, right. by adventure d and right. And in fact, right? in your campaign, you had a list of things that were useful that as soon as, as, literally as soon as the body fell from the victim that you killed, the, um, the magic users became taxidermists, anatomists. They went to town on them. It was very smart because they, a vampire was killed. And I think, right, I think it was uh, John was very smart. He started, he's, yeah, he started harvesting and collecting. Right. And I'm like, what? And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, yeah, you're going to make a lot of money on the sale of this. And he was smart. So here's some of the things. Vampires are everywhere. Do not. Vampires like the buffalo, right? <laughs> For the Native Americans, right? I mean, <laughs> you, there, there's tons of stuff you could use. There you go. That's good. He's got tons of stuff. So, yeah, you need Oregon or gland of a type of animal. Well, let's look at some of the more interesting things. Some of the stuff is quite disgusting, right? I like this climbing. Insect leg giant. Mm -hmm. So what giant insects giant do we ant? have? There you go. So yeah, when you kill giant ants, you're harvesting this is, them. You harvest them because you're going to come back and you're going to sell. So you come back and this is what I got. So you go to the magic user and like, you're at the end of the adventure and you just take your bag of holding, right, which has another bag of holding in right. it and a little ring that you keep tucked in between. Don't forget about that. Right. If you tuck something in the bag of holdings, in the bag of holding, it's easy to forget, isn't it? Right. Oh my God, where did I, I lost that ring? It's sitting in the bag of holding, uh, one ring. That's right. Exactly. I dump it out, all this stuff, like insect leg, and he's looking. What can I use, right? And there's like a disgusting big like roach leg or something, giant roach leg. Yeah, Car Is Carlos uh, on the chat says, Ogre Magi seems to be a go-to for parts because there's been a couple of things for them. Okay, yeah, let's, we got, we've got doppelganger flesh. This is what I like, diminution. Powdered kobold horn and were-rat blood. So if you kill a kobold, you need to cut off the horn right. and bring it back. We are basically those fishermen who cut the shark tails and throw the sharks back. It's We're... Oh, disgusting. You're right. Well, the, well, oh, po we're poachers. We're basically poachers. We don't even kill the kobolds? Yeah. So what you're saying is we just cut off his horns and let him run away? 
Uh, you're not even worth killing. You cast sleep on them, and then they wake up and they go, "Oh, uh, oh no! Oh. My, I, have no <gasps> I have no horns." Where's it? Oh, he doesn't even notice. He comes back. He goes back to lay to the they're lair. They're mocking him. Hey. They're mocking him. Exactly. It's like oh. a Rudolph story. <laughs> The kobolds with no horns. What's what's a good kobold yeah. name? What's a good kobold name? Orny? Jeez, oh, no. That didn't get any reaction from the crowd. <laughs> okay. I was looking at kobold names. Okay. So dragon controls the brain of an appropriate dragon type. So that's why you're going to kill the dragon. So you would kill the baby dragon. If you fear there's a baby dragon. Gick the kobold, the hornless kobold. That would be good. That would be a good little children's story. Right. Poor little Gick. Um, good pop-up book. And the – so you, you don't want the treasure. I mean you do, but who cares? You want the brain. Right. Right? So if you hear there's a baby red dragon, that brain is really important because it can be used to make a potion of dragon control. Mind flare brain. Troll blood for the extra healing, or the hair of a saint. Oh, so you're just like there's a saint, and you're just like going behind with the scissors, right? Yeah, okay, exactly. Fire, mm-hmm. fire elemental. What is Flagistan? I thought that's a country. It's near. It's fire. that's near uh, Biristan and that's right. Uh, lone, lone, lone brow. <laughs> Warmer Soviet. So it's a beer. It's near Lone Brow. You think you think you think Lone Brow is a uh, the country? What? Flying hippogriff feathers. So there, yeah. You just so yeah. So I guess you can just like try to get it. Like it's sleeping, and you just snip it or wyvern blood. Now here we go. Gaseous form. Vampire dust. Well, yep. And Carlos pointed this out. Ogre magi teeth. Giant control. Brain of appropriate giant type. Giant strength, drops of sweat from. Oh, that's nice. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. So you're just kind of like, yeah, he's kind of sweaty. He's out there working. Uh, yeah, growth again. Ogre again. Ogre magi gland. Yeah. So if you if you if you see an ogre magi, you're just taking the body back. Yeah, the whole thing. The yeah. the ogre magi is the buffalo of D and D. It really is. Heroism, heart of a lion. Similar giant cat. Oh, that's horrible. Here again, human control vampire eye, right? Or Nixie blood. Invisibility is invisible stalker icor. I don't even know what that, that is. Where are you at? In, or like, it's online. Well, I was in it after, I was in vulnerability as gargoyle okay, horn yeah. or like skin. Ooh, so if I'm a lycanthrope, I can sell my skin. Like, it's like doing like the blood this bank. This is literally or, Silence like, of the Lambs now. This is what it is. That could be another good campaign or show where you are the the police, the monster police, and you're going to the crime scenes and you find these bodies yeah. that have been stripped, yeah. cut apart, you know, these kobolds with their horns taken off. There like, no eyes. <laughs> he was a vampire, but he didn't no know eyes. it. It's like this dude with a black cape and no eyes. <laughs> what? It's soulless without eyes. Skin fillet, like predator. The lycanthropes are there. Up, oh, you're frozen, Dan. Uh oh, I gotta have to bring Dan back. Uh, Dan's gone. Hold on. Hell happened oh. here. Hey, you're, you're frozen, Dan. Dan, I'm gonna connect and reconnect you back. Okay.
Sorry about that, folks. Let's see if we can get him. Call. Let's see if he gets back on. We lost him. Hello. Hey. Hey. Lost you. So I'm All right. bringing you back. If I recall correctly, I was being flayed. Yes, you're being flayed. I mean, it's, it's a horror movie. It is. Yeah, gargle horn. You're cutting off the horns of a gargoyle. And I like the, the lycanthrope skin. So can I just, like, sell? Is it like the blood bank? Can I just donate my skin? Assuming it uh, You're assuming it regenerates. Well, how much do I need? Beholder eye from the stock. Mm -hmm. Treant sap. Elf blood. Oh. That you could sell. So you're walking down this. Oh yeah, you sell your blood. You're right. I don't. Well, yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah. So elves are selling their blood. Demon brain. Purple worm gland. Liver of giant pike. Yeah, he had fun with this, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Harpy's tongues. Devil tongue. So yeah. So there's a lot of missed opportunities here. So anytime you kill, you basically, if you don't know, and you wouldn't, you just need to like harvest a bunch of stuff as you go. Right. Okay. That sounds like fun. And, and that's the, the – I wish my characters in some ways would embrace some of it. But if they're, if they're not going to embrace it, it's just more work, just stuff that no one cares about. Well, I should say no one. I think people do care about it. But this but – but it could be a fun event. That could, could be a campaign right. basis is that you work right. for. You're just – you're all like – you're neutral. You're not good, right? You're chaotic right. neutral. And it's the chaotic evil magic. I don't know why you have to be chaotic evil, but that's fun. And you're chaotic neutral, so you don't care. And you just go, and yeah, and he's like, yeah, this is, it's on, it's like a shopping list. Right. Like, what's on the list? Yeah. We got a uh, like vampire. You know, you're building the parts of this thing. You have to go to exotic places because he, he wants to create this potion. Yeah, makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, okay. I like it. So that was a lot of fun. So that's the lesson I got. Not that I'm actually going to be making potions. Let's face it. That's the takeaway here, isn't it? It's not the, oh, I'm going to make potions. It's I'm going to get this stuff and sell it to potion makers. Or I'm going to hire someone to make the potions for me. And, yes. and, and they're going to say, that's great. We'd be happy to make you potions of healing. Oh, yeah. But I need Ogre Magi blood. I see. I've got, we have on retainer right. a magic user. And then he's in-house. So we have like an in-house mm -hmm. magic user, an alchemist, and we get the stuff. And we have him make the potions or her. Okay. Right. I like that too. Or the idea of when you become a wizard, this, where it makes sense is, again, you're at the late game. You're a wizard. You build your wizard's tower. You're going to have apprentices, and some. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be. A, you're probably going to have a henchman in theory. That was when you were fourth level there first. Well, now you're eleventh. They're seventh or eighth. Hey, while you're teaching the the underlings, go, make sure you whip out some potions. And they go, oh yeah, well I'd like to build that for you, boss. But I need, we need ogre magi. And so you go down to the ogre magi land and. Right. Or right. Or or you go down to local adventures guild. Right. And you post something on, on the corkboard. But and that's always the unsatisfactory thing, whether it's 
because especially in later games, uh, later, because people got so used to computer games where they get a proliferation of magic items, they get a plus one sword, they find the plus two sword, and then they sell the plus one sword. Like there's some, you know, Trader Bob's magic emporium where, I'll, you know, and, and of course they look in the DMG or they not, even though they're not supposed to and say, well, yeah, I can get 2000 gold pieces for that. And it becomes a very transactional game. And that's the challenge with any of this is how do you deal with the economy of magic items? Because you don't want to feel magic items should be special, but in first edition particularly, there's not a whole lot of skills, right? Going up in levels doesn't really do a whole lot. There are some levels that are important, but most of the time it's not. It's your magic items and the things you acquire through the campaign that make your character special, not the you know later editions it's all the feats and skills that you pick up that make you special so it's that tension of how do you prevent a flood of items you know just being now there's a couple ways you do it right if you get a plus two sword you get a plus one sword you give it to your hirelings but if you're not using hirelings that's the issue with that you don't want to get to this weird thing where they're selling magic items at Saul's identity shop People have run that campaign, right? If you if you're in a big city like Greyhawk or you know Lankmar mm-hmm. or one of these places, there sh- there could be places. You know what I did in my campaign was I said there was a private club where you could bring your magic items, and then there would be some kind of barter system. You wouldn't get cash for it. Yeah, I I, I like the idea of, of being able to buy it in limited circumstances. You know, I see you going to the back room, right? And they open up, you know, they've got the, uh, you know, they, they've got something yeah, they don't in a black bundle. It's not like, you, yeah. no, no, no. Look, I think that's fun too, but in sort of a tongue in cheek sort of right. way, right? You know, I mean, I think I've got the judges guild. I know I have the judges guild supplement where it's, it's a, it's a magic shop and dwarf runs it. And look again, it's whatever you want to run, right? You can do that. It can be very funny and it can be fun. And it can be entertaining, um, but they're hard to make. So you can buy, I mean, so if you can't buy them, which Gary's saying you really shouldn't be able to. You're not supposed to be giving away a lot. Then you may want to make them, um, and that's hard to do. I mean, I mean, think is so scroll, but you know, so scrolls. I mean, we we don't sell scrolls necessarily at a shop. I don't know why you wouldn't, but people find scrolls a lot, don't they? I mean, yeah. you know, you're basically unhappy, aren't you? If you're the magic user, you're a spellcaster, and you go through an adventure. And you don't exit that adventure with at least one spell, only one scroll. Yeah, you're pretty unhappy, aren't or you? Or spell book, which would be good too. Oh, or spell book would be would be wonderful. Scroll manufacture is very very difficult, right? Very hard. It right? can be. You, well, it seems to me. I mean, we need we need. There's three things, right? We need. What do we need? You need the recipe first, which you hopefully have. You can't just you can't make a scroll of something you don't know how to make. You need the recipe, and and so, and that's not easy, right? So you need the recipe, the material parts of the spell, the material part. You need the paper, right? right? So we need some paper. That's right. And we need ink, and we need the ingredients. Is that right? Do I have yeah. the three things there? Yeah, you need paper. You need the recipe for the ink, and then you need the recipe for the spell, meaning the how and and the components for the spell. What, but that kind of kind of goes in hand with the ink that you would do. Oh, and I need a quill. Yes. Okay, so I got to be seventh level or higher again. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it talks about who can do it. A scroll 
A scroll of spells may be inscribed only upon pure and unblemished papyrus, parchment, or vellum. And it gives you... So are there... I was wondering, there's probably shops, though, that specialize in this. I mean, aren't there, like, scroll paper sellers that specialize? You know, like, you know when you go into, like, Hallmark or something, they have, like, this fancy paper back in the days of old? Right. Uh, You know, so don't you think that there's, like, sellers? Like a fine... Without question, right? What do you need, right? Right. And 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 that's where... What I've done, and I'm sure a lot of people do it, that's where the Wizards Guild, you get that from, and and that they would not sell. Because to me, the Wizards Guild, all guild, how did guilds work in medieval times? They took care of their own, and they prevented other people from doing things. And so you could could only get these items, except from the black market, of course. You could always get stuff through the black market from the Wizards Guild. So you try to go in... Uh, you a guild member? You don't get anything then. So. Right. Oh, exactly. Very clever. You're right. So in other words, okay, so I'm in a town, right? So I need, I want to write, so I want to make a scroll and, and put some spells on it. I need the paper, so I'm going to have to join the wizard guild yep. to get the paper. And they uh, may have the laboratory. They may, it's like we work, you know, oh. they have rented, rented labs that you could do there too. Oh, that's right. You can run it out for certain goalie rights. The benefits of that. I mean, it's not very. No one ever really cleans it very well, yeah, and it's, it's yeah. It's, it's like it's, the, our law library. They could have a you know a, you need the, the library right. The public library. Well, it'd be for the guild members. <laughs> right, but it's like right. People could use. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I love that idea. And, and then uh, some of them could have the symbol of pain. You know, because you have the jokester wizards who'd put symbols of pain or glyphs of warding on some of the books just to torture the the young. You know, it'd be the running joke. Yes. Oh, that guy's from out because you could pay by the day, right? You're you're a traveling, yeah. you're a traveling wizard. You pay the one day rate, like you know, you're going to the club, and everyone knows we put the we put the glyph awarding on that book over there, you know, because yeah, it's it's the joke that this town has the book of wish, how to write wish scrolls. So all these wizards come in, but of course the wish book is this, it's a joke, right? It's hilarious and causes <laughs> right. <laughs> And it's so, it's a, so it's a little bit also like you're like no, wanting to know if there's a business center at the hotel. Like, do you have a business center? Do you have a, like you know? Right. Do you have a do you have a lab? Like so yeah, this guild. I'm coming through. Oh, and I wonder if there is like inter guild agreement. So in other words, right. yeah, like triple. You know, it's like I'm, I'm a member of the the international guild. Because right. I could come. Yeah, you're right. I'm just coming through town, and you know, I'm here. I'm staying. I'm visiting. My uncle. International Order of Wizards. That's right. Right. And so, yeah, you go there and you're like, yeah, do you have... Right. Where is it? There it is. And okay, you guys got a lab. Yes. You get a book like the Michelin Guide. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're in Greyhawk? Oh, the Wizards Guild, three stars there. Right. It's pretty good. Right. Okay. So I like this. So I I need pure and unblemished paper, which I got to pay for, which is not very expensive, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, I, mis- I don't know why you wouldn't just go with vellum. I mean, if you're blowing thousands of gold pieces. Just- you're, yeah, you're, if, you're, if you're writing a scroll, you're seventh level. No, well, well, well. Yeah, that's right. Cause, well, I'm, I was thinking I'm trying to sell it and pawn it off on somebody, but no, because it's... It, it, I, I, I assume you know if it fails. Well, okay, whatever. So, but yeah, I, I, I would do vellum. I also need a fresh virgin quill. Meaning it's never been written on, so it's just Correct. one. It's one and done. Yeah. So it's like disposable razors. Yeah. 
Okay. A fresh version quill must be used for each spell transcribed. So if I'm doing five spells, I need five fresh version quills. The quill must be from a creature of strange or magical nature. The quill, isn't a quill, so the quill has the feather on it, right? But it right. Is, I thought the feather was just adornment, though. Isn't the, the quill is, is metal, isn't it? And that you, you write with ink, no? I don't, I don't know. I thought oh, I guess it was just not. Oh, it's, it's just the whole part that goes into it. Oh, I'm thinking maybe the more fancier ones, and it's just adornment. So it's yeah. actually, you're right, you're writing with the tip of the, right. Where, how the it's feather. From the feather, yep. Right. So there's another thing, too. So that's why I need to be plucking. So in other words, oh, so boy, that is the mother load. If you kill a griffin, right. harpy, hippogriff, pegasus, rock, sphinx, of any sort, or similar monsters. Yeah, you're, you're bringing that back, the whole thing. And look at this. Demons and devils and lamusa Devils? Demons? They're like ones out of feathers, I assume. Yes, they're feathered. Feathered. Well, remember we worked that low, we created your own lower plane demon. I think some of them can have yes. feathers. Yeah, did I, yeah, okay, so that's right. So, so yeah, you kill one of those. You're, you're there plucking it like it's a, a gold chicken. Mine. It's, that's more important than getting a 5,000 gold piece gem. You just leave. You just pluck it and leave. Yeah, that's it. We're done with the adventure. That is the We're, adventure. Is a cockatrice? Cock, what about a cockatrice? Oh, I would say, well, you'd get turned to stone then, so I'm not sure you'd want to use no, that. No, no, no. I killed the cockatrice. Do I, but it says not on there. They seem to be big creatures, though, don't they? What, cockatrice? cockatrice? No, no. The, the creatures that are listed that oh, I can yeah. use. Because, yeah, they may be too small. Uh, I would thought he would have listed it. I don't think cockatrice is going to work. But so, yeah, you can pluck like a thousand feathers from this thing, right? From a griffin. Yeah, they're huge. So it's just like a pink skin laden. <laughs> like a dead chicken. <laughs> and then we cook it. Well, and then you the eat griffin, it. The griffins, I mean, yeah, it's the, the part of it. Yeah, the hippo. I don't know what a griffin looks like. I'd have to look that up. That's another reference thing. Yeah. But okay. So I'm plucking. All right. So you pluck away. Mm-hmm. So, so that shouldn't be too. So that's expensive right there. Right, because it's with the, it's it's with the feather. So that's that may not be. And then he doesn't tell us how much. Gary doesn't tell us what it costs, but that might not be cheap. And I need one for. Okay, so I got to buy the quill with the harpy. I, I'll take a harpy feather. Fine, it doesn't matter. Then I get the paper. Well, I also assume that you'd probably keep these in captivity if you're a. Oh. I said. Oh. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's terrible. Oh my God! So we're just growing it, like you pluck it and it like grows again. Yeah, like an ostrich, a harpy farm, or or not a harpy farm, a hippogriff farm. Oh yeah! So the wizard, he's at the tower and chained there. So that could be an adventure to like save the whatever something good, a griffin right. or are they good? I don't know. Right mm, to say go to the. They're oh. sort of good. I don't remember one of them. Peg- Pegasus. Pegasus is good. So we're gonna go. So the wizard has chained up the Pegasus. The Pegasus and he's yep. plucking. Time the- to make a spell. <laughs> right. Ow. <laughs> so we're we're gonna go save the Pegasus. Okay. Um, some quills cannot normally be purchased. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. So the type of material used will affect the likelihood of successful transcription, as listed above. That's the paper. Special quills cannot normally be purchased. For only common goose or similar feather instruments are available in shot. Yeah. So you don't want to get that. You're using. Yeah. That's not working. The would-be inscriber must arrange for the special writing tools as he or she can. Okay, that's all right. Now on to ink. Ink is a very special requirement. Scroll spell ink, just as the ink for detailing spells in spell books, is compounded only by the inscriber from secret 
and strange ingredients. So this is not like your. So you don't have like the HP plan right. where the ink yeah. is just arriving. That's right. <laughs> That's not good. The basic medium should, should be sepia. S e p i a. What is what is sepia? Sepia. You know what that is? I don't know. I don't either. You better find out, buddy. From a giant squid. Oh, it's the ink stuff. Or ink from a giant octopus. So basically, so it's the whalers of their day. So when they're going out on these whaling vessels, you know, they're killing the squid to get the ink, not to for the oil lamp burning, right? Right, but for the for the for the uh, scroll spell ink. To this liquid, then then must be added blood, powder gems, herbal and spice infusions. Draughts concocted from parts of monsters and so on. So we got to make this up then, right? right. I mean, it, right. well, I guess you can buy it. I mean, you're not making. I mean, are you making it or are you buying it? No, you're. Well, so for the right spell, you can buy the special ink in town if the town's big enough. If you recall, okay. but here at no less than two of two hundred gold pieces, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because look at this. I mean, just for protection from petrol. Yeah, so you need ink for each spell. It's not just general. Correct. So I need I need any giant squid sepia. Well, this is for protect. This is for a protection scroll, which is specific. Oh, look at this cockatrice feathers. There you go. There's your cockatrice feathers. Why do you think cockatrice feathers in the protection spell? Does it protect me from being turned to stone? Well, basilisk eye doesn't protect you, but it's in there too. So is it? Uh, is oh yeah. It's, oh, that's right. It's protection from petri petrification. That makes spells sense. So we're having things that right will turn you to stone. One scruple of venom. I don't know what a scruple is from Medusa snakes, right? A peridotum, assuming turns you to stone. I assume. Wait, what's a peridot? It's oh no, it's a gem. gem. Sorry, I see. I don't even know. It sounded like the periton. That's right. All right. Well, gems. And the other thing with gems, if you recall, I was going to mention this, and also her herbs, not herbs. I don't know what herbs has to do anything, but I think they say that in England, maybe herbs. They call them herbs. They may call them herbs in England. Yeah, you could be right. They have. On page 26, reputed magical properties of gems. Oh. So Peridot is yeah. wards of off enchantments. And what was the other one? Topaz. Wards off evil spells. doesn't say anything about petrification. Oh, but that's very clever. You're right. So you should use that list. Because I was like, what's that? What do we do with that? Yes, you would use that list to help you when you're creating your formula for the ink. Correct. That and the other, the other one is in the back, herbs, and it's magical traits or something like that. It's called. I forgot where it is. Someone, someone will tell me. And that, that would be good for potions too, right? Correct. For no, the yeah, increase absolutely. of potions, it would be great. So if I send something in for the potion, I oh, love it. Here it is, uh, page 220. Oh, this is a new one. Okay, you remember how Flipping and Turning has this contest Monster con the Mad Wizard Monster Contest, where right. it tells you the spells. You could do the ingredients. So yeah. what here Rob could do, and, right. yeah, here are the herbs, here are the ingredients. Just do random ingredients or something, or just pick them, and then you have to identify what is this new potion that it would make. That would be kind of fun, don't you think? Yeah, I'll let I'll let Rob know he's got more work to do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. He loves it. Okay, so yeah, so and then I love this is pumpkin seeds, and then it's not easy. It, this is not a dump cake. This is not a chili. Right. 
you got to harvest a pumpkin in the dark. I think this guy for flipping, for flipping attorney, I was did it too, for first encounter had been all over page 117. If you went to page 117, it's got Marks. He's been here. Yeah, yeah. Harvest the pumpkin in the, Gary's, he, this has got to be with a twinkle in his eye, doesn't it? Harvest a pumpkin in the dark of the moon and dry the seeds over a slow fire of sandalwood and horse dung. Select three perfect ones and grind them into a coarse meal, husks and all. Boil the basilisk eye and cockatrice feathers for exactly five minutes in a saline solution. Drain and place in a jar. Add the Medusa snake venom and gem powders. Allow to stand for 24 hours, stirring occasionally. Pour off liquid into bottle. Add sepia and holy water, mixing contents with a silver rod, stirring... Wittershins. That that was my halfling character. I don't know what that. Who's Wittershin? I don't know. Makes ink sufficient for one scroll. But does that mean that I can do a multiple spells? So I can do because a scroll can handle like seven spells, can't it? So I guess I got this enough ink. The, no, this is a protection scroll, which has one. Protection. I can't do seven. A, can I no. do seven protections on no. a scroll? One scroll? Why not? Because you can't. How do you know? Because it comes that, as one. That's why. It says it somewhere. See, I don't know anything. Other ink forms will be devised similarly according to the dictates of the DM. Ingredients should suit, the, should suit the overall purpose of the ink. It is recommended that each different spell to be transcribed require a different ink compound. Veracruz spells requiring more venerated holy materials, druid spells being basically rare roots and herbs and infusions and so on. Garments, wrappings, dust, sweat, tears, teeth, bangs, organs, blood, and so forth are all ideal components. Okay. So Those we're not done. Is counterclockwise, by the way. Oh, interesting! Really, Wittershins. That's a good name. That is. Once and we're not done yet. Once material, and you know, you're you're. It's like following a it's complicated recipe, isn't it? You're looking back and forth, making sure you didn't put something in because I guess if it's out of order, it's over, right? The ink's done. Right. Once material, quill, and ink are ready. The spell scribe must actually write the magical runes. Wait, so what's the material again? I've already gotten lost. I've got the ink and the quill. What am I doing with the material? What's the material? There could be material. Oh, oh, the paper. That's the paper, I think. Well, I think material means paper. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's what he means. He uses that for that. Okay, so I've got the material, the paper, the quill, and I've done all the ink, which was its own laborious process. Laborious, get it? I was in the lab. The spell scriber must actually write magical runes, glyphs, symbols, characters, pictograms, pictograms, and words upon the surface of the scroll. Transcription must be from his or her scroll books or upon an altar. Must be from his or her scroll books or upon an altar. Oh, meaning, oh, because I'm, so I've got to have the spell. Right. That's and I'm, co I'm copying it now. Correct. Got it. God, this is hard. Special candles and incense must be burning while the inscription is in process. You think I'm like summoning a demon. Clerics must have prayed and specially sacrificed to their deity. Well, magic users must have drawn a magic circle and remain interrupt uninterrupted. And this is in caps now. Preparation requires one full day for each level of spell being scribed on the scroll. Right. My God. And it must, time so spent must be continuous with interruptions only for rest, food, sleep, and the like. I assume I can use a restroom. If the inscriber leaves the scroll to do anything else, it's like it knows. Ah, uh, 
You. Oh, hey, hey, hey! I was just, I was just getting, I was getting a snack. No. No, no, no! You did something else, didn't you? You not the prescribed fifteen-minute break. Oh my God! It knows. Then. Well, you know why they're putting all this is because people, what they want to do is. Oh, during downtime, you know, I want to go yeah. shopping and I want to train and I want to do this. And oh, in the meantime, I've written seven scrolls of fire yeah. and everything else. Right. And you leave it. It's like in the oven. It's like baking and you leave. I'll be back. I'll do a quick run to the store. Right. Yeah. And then and then this is great. After all that failure, a basic 20 percent chance that a mistake smudge or flaw in the scroll will make the spell useless. Okay, this is the one rule that I would change. I think a smudge should just increase chance of spell failure, not destroy the spell trance, because that to me is more fun, because then there would actually be a market for, like, imperfect. Yeah. You, know, you know, by the used for the imperfect phone right. or whatever? Imperfect, yeah, I love that. Right? Yeah, it's like a, it's got a smudge, and so it's like, you know, if you're knock poor. Off, not knockoff, seconds. <laughs> yeah, secondhand. Second yeah, scrolls. Second, chance, second chance scroll. Second chance scroll, you're at like the thrift store. Yeah, you're like down at the out. It's the outlet. Yeah. The scroll outlet. These are like imperfect. It was a little bit different. Second chance yeah. scroll emporium. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's better, I think. Scratch and dance scrolls. Uh, yeah, the smudge scroll. The smudge scroll. That's a, Oh, that's a good play. Like that, the smudge scroll or something that's like that. Oh, there's just like a big like bin. And they're just right. all piled it's in there. You're like looking through it. I'm looking for a... Uh, <laughs> You cast, you, see, like, you cast read magic and then you go for it. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. I'm looking. You find a. I need a. a you find a. Can, James, you see a haste in there? No. These scrolls stink. Okay. There's a 20% chance of one even worse. And mending and. and there, message, there's a ton of them. Message, message, message. Message. They're all. Yeah. It's a all message and push and mend and they're smudged in the in the bargain bin. Yeah. One, one copper piece each. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, apparently the crowd didn't like that. Okay, to this, to <laughs> poor James is gonna hate me. <laughs> Leave me alone. To this base chance is added one percent level of spell being inscribed. Um, so the total failure chance, right, right, twenty-one to twenty-nine. My God, you do all that work, and then there's that high chance. So, and if you screw up one, no further spells will be placed on that scroll. Right. Do I still get the ones that work? Yes. Okay. So don't screw up the first one. Don't, yeah. If you screw up the first one, you basically pitch the whole thing. I wasted the paper, the ink. I used up the ink. How much did the ink take? Well, whatever. I, you uh, know. We went with 200 gold pieces. How much can I use that? Oh, for and that's for one. That's just one scroll. Yeah. Right, right. Um, let me tell you something. 200 gold pieces, yeah. Because if we actually ran the numbers on this, like the amount of effort, you got to hire the adventurers to get the basilisk guy. This you, that cost could be quite. That market really is going to go up and down because it's just not always going to be like a steady flow of basilisk eyes. You know. Well, you're assuming that they that it's kind of like uh, a brewery, right? They're making the October hop thing in October. This this month we're making basilisk protection. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got we got ambassador guys. Right. Yeah, so that's what you make, right. right? When whatever comes in, that's usually like the specials, right? When right. the seafood place has a special on trout, right? Because they got a thing of trout in a cheap. Like the, the Mib, a lot they're doing an argument that when the pork prices go low, that's when the McRib comes out, oh, and so okay. it'd be the same thing here, right? Yeah, we've got yeah. Why you got so many of these? Oh yeah, we got a yeah. This adventure brought in some basilisk guys, right? You, you know, you will go out and fought 
Ogre Magi, it's going to be potions of healing until we run out. Yeah, so yeah, what do you got? Yeah, what do you got for me? Yeah, so you just kind of hit or miss. You just kind of drop in. Well, you're going, it's like those cooking things. What can we make today? You go look in your cabinet. Yes. I got right. some Ogre Magi, have? I got this and that. Ah, yeah, I'm making I'm making healing potions. Exactly. I wonder how long it lasts. Is it like the vaccine? Does it you know need refrigeration? The vaccines, you know. Well, I assume right? you re- I assume you're preserving them, right? In some kind of. That's interesting because the jerk of a DM is like, <laughs> that's right. oh, you didn't preserve that. No. That is, yeah, that's you'd have to do some kind of stasis to them. Absolutely. Right. Okay. I agree. All right. Now, okay, I want to make. I want to make a magic sword. So what about other magic items? So I want to make, you know, rings or swords. Right. And the intention is if it's that complicated for sword, for scrolls and potions, magic items should be pretty complicated too. Yeah. And this is more serious business. So we, we laughed at the poor sword plus one, but this is a much more big deal probably, don't you think? Right. So, so... What do I? Oh no, rings! I can do rings actually, but it's and, and and this is sort of more up to the DM, isn't it? About what is going to be needed and how it. Right, but in the it, in the in the mindset or in the similar vein of, if it takes this to create a potion, you should be making it pretty complicated to make a magic item. Right, right. So we're not we're just going to give general guidance on this. Um, does it talk about? Yes. Yeah, so swords, right? So that can be done too, right? Because I know it talks later yeah. about making a plus one dagger, right, may attempt to make it. And it's a similar process. You need a permanency spell. Is that right? For, uh, well, unless you, don't, unless you don't want it to be permanent. Well, certain so you, things you have to have it, certain things you don't. So really the next level up, you're, gonna, you're starting with scrolls and potions, and then wands, certain wands would be the next things you'd be making because they don't require permanency. Oh, yeah, wands. That's right. So there's wand makers. Meaning not meaning not magic, but there's probably like don't you think there's people who are making just the the wand without the magic, right? right. So then you they're selling that probably, right? There's like a wand store where they're not magical yet, but you just you go down and I'll take a, a dozen of those, and then and so you're going to need enchant an item, the spell at a minimum. So you're twelfth level because or you have access to that spell because enchanted items the sixth level magic user spell. And do I need that even to make a, I mean that for a wand for anything like that then so if it's not a po- in my opinion yes okay and that's a very very long spell yeah it's I mean <laughs> we, we have to look we look into that as well if you're enchanting items you got to go into back to the player's handbook enchant an item right and that's and we know we know that artifacts relics those are that's verboten a whole, that's a whole different animal that yeah. should be off the table basically Gary seems right. to say right that. they're they're, they're Created from design, you know, divine whatever. So, so I want to create a plus five vorpal weapon. Yeah, good luck with that. Okay, wait. So that's going to be hard. Yeah. Right. And and why, and how's it going to be made hard? Just that the ingredients are going to be very difficult and right. very. You're going to need adamantite or you know mithril, special, uh, you know, again based on the type of you know you need rare metals, vorpal. You need something with you know, confers the sharpness to it. So, um, you know, I, there, I'm sure there's monsters that, you know, if they roll a 20, they cut your head or arms. I, I don't remember one, but you'd have to look at that. Right. Well, you need the Vorpal Bunny. Right, the Vorpal Bunny. You have to, That could be the quest. They want yes. to get the Vorpal weapon. That's what they're doing. 
They for, need for the yes. Special. They're going back to go get the the. Uh, you need the eyes. The teeth. Oh no, the claw. The teeth. I don't, I don't know what you I'm thinking. You need the teeth ground up and you and you infuse it into the metal. Yes, I'm the guy who comes back with the eyes. You're like, <laughs> seriously? Go back there. And get- you got the eyes? <laughs> James, I said I'm the guy who gets the eyes. <laughs> The eyes have it. <laughs> okay, I'm going back. Yeah, so that's what it'll be this time. You're right. This is, it writes itself. So this, this East coming, this Easter. That's right. That will be our our incomprehensible death, right? Yeah, they'll be going back for that vorpal bunny to harvest its teeth to create. So yeah, so it's basically the same thing. So why is this happening? I mean, the player wants this. The DM is – it's going to be a side quest because the other players are like, we don't care. And I guess the DM could – if they're going to do it, they either do it as a side quest or they do it where it will make it the next adventure and some of the ingredients. Is that – am I getting this right? Because this seems very time-consuming, very involved. Yes. Well, two things. One, smart players are – you know, the, the casting of spells in combat is very difficult. You lose initiative, you gain surprise, or you don't have surprise, you're, you don't have a chance to cast spells. So um, having wands, scrolls that are guaranteed to work and also extend the capability of the party, you know, again, back in first edition, right, when we played, and if you're playing today, healing is difficult, right? That's a big complaint. Mm-hmm. Wandering monsters in a dungeon are a huge thing, so it's hard to rest. It may be hard to go back to town. Your DM may prevent that. So you want to extend your capabilities. It's just resources. And so you know, having a wand of magic missiles makes that first-level magic user who's useless pretty useful or a fifth-level magic user. You know, When they burned all their spells, they got nothing to do. They have wands and scrolls. So that's why... But you can't. But as a first of all, magic is you can't make it. So right. this is not. I gotta buy. I gotta find it. Yeah. I, I guess so. If you're a higher level magic user, I guess in between adventures you could try to make. I, I guess if you know what your next adventure is and you're actually planning what you're going to do, you're like, okay, we, we really should have a potion of invisibility or right. something, right? Right. We can't find it, or we know we're right. doing. We, we're going to go look for. Uh, you know, under we have to go underwater. Well, if someone's got to get a potion of water breathing, because you you always want to have extra just because you can only memorize so many water breathing spells. They're third level, yeah. and yeah. you'd rather have I don't know slower haste or something like that. Yeah, that's that's so so. This is for the real the serious campaign. You got Correct. a regular group of players. It's right. It's the reg. You know, you're you're meeting all the time. You're talking in between adventures. You've got the time to do it. So okay, I mean, it's you know, but it's but it is attention that if you're a DM and you get past mid level, that players are going to want to do this. Uh, oh, it's kind of it's kind of like when you're a parent, your kids are going to read. You need to know at a certain age. Your kids are going to want to do something, and you're going to have to have a conversation. You have to give them a talk. That's right. You're going to have to give them a talk. Well, this is the talk. This is the talk. Yes, this is the players. This is the talk. This is the talk. Um, We so so when we took our daughter uh, to college, there was a he gave her the talk. By that's a little late for that. I'm just saying. What? Take that back. (gasps) And there was this. There was this part for parents at the orientation. Oh yeah. 
Are you familiar with these? Yeah. Yes. Well, I wasn't familiar when you and I went to school because our parents just said, there's the school. Go in there right. and do it. They didn't have yeah, orientation. Right. Now it's a five day. I mean, the last one, 10 right. years ago, was five days. I'm like, five days of orientation for us? What are you talking about? It's crazy. Right. Right. It's a whole I'm to do now. I'm not school. And they said they had this. So for the parent one, they had this thing, a slide that said, oh, the talk. And it has a, as a, the mom on the sofa with the daughter. And it says, okay, guys, it's time for now to, you know, to talk about having the talk with your kids. And, of course, what we're talking about is how to do laundry. That's right. And it was funny. You know, and, and apparently 80% of problems with the laundry was user error. But, okay, but I move on. Well, I, so, I, we also had people, it was, I mean, I couldn't believe it that this was the first time they had they sent the, the the students had to go away to get their classes they would not allow the students to pick their classes and the and the parents were just sitting there and some of them were getting phone calls like it's going to be okay Susie or Bob Bobby oh it's crazy like, i was there she well, yes well, my daughter was, was doing the classes cuz she met with the counselor and picking the classes and we were there I was freaking out because we'd had a whole game plan we'd like looked up professors on online of who was good and and yeah and i wasn't there and she was actually i think she was actually calling me right. <laughs> she pulled out her phone they, they didn't want they didn't, like you know it's time to get the binky out they need to they need to figure this out on their own and the parents some of them were like what do you mean i don't get to choose their classes hello they're and, right. then, and then the other thing Obviously, FERPA, as you know, we're completely sidebarring. That's the first time they go, oh, by the way, if your students, if your children don't give you access, you can't. Yeah. And they're like, what? You see, I mean, you right. can look the, the look of horror oh. on these people's faces. Oh. And I can assure you, we got it. The, the release has been signed. We said, you are signing this. You're, you're giving it. Well, I, actually, I don't know. No, it wasn't a FERPA one. It was a, it was a medical one, which, of course, is very important. Because right. if your kid's 18 or older, right, they right. can't talk to you about med- like they're, they're away from home. They have a medical issue, and they can't, they can't release right. it. Right. But the FERPA one is interesting because, again, they, they could take that away at any time. And that's when you know things aren't going well. Because initially, they're like, sure, you can look at it. And then when... We had access, and all of a sudden, hey, our password doesn't work. Why? Because they've either dropped out or <laughs> exactly <laughs> doing well. You know, you're paying tuition, but I have no idea yeah. what. So I think this was interesting that the fabrication of magic items by charmed or enslaved magic users. I didn't even right. thought about this. This is well, terrible. This is this is the talk because the talk is we're going to charm and enslave. <laughs> a factory again it's it just yes. reminds me of saruman and the you know the war factory where they're just yes. have wizards chained to their labs producing potions and scrolls and it's like the spongebob episode with the jellyfish i don't know if you've right, seen that exactly. there, yeah right yeah so there's just like pegasi marching standing there and they're pulling the <laughs> plucking the feathers and then there's it's a factory exactly pulling yeah, there's the a magic user takes it to the magic somebody is putting together the ink and he's scared to death so he's got to do it right and then yeah and then you've got Someone's the tasting it. <laughs> yeah. up well, next <laughs> ring on the neck the next elf and yeah and then at the end is, is the magic user but if but alas it is not to be yes it, right it is absolutely necessary James, yep. that you take note that any sort of charmed, magically persuader, or otherwise enslaved magic user will be totally unable to function in such a manner as to allow the fabrication of any sort of magic item. The discipline and concentration demanded by such activity absolutely precludes individuals of this sort from manufacturing magic items. If a player character should attempt to have such a character fabricate items, allow the usual amounts of time and money to be expended. 
I love that. That's right. And then inform him or her that the results are negative. If the player character opts to have the enslaved individual continue, say nothing. But the attempts will continue to be fruitless. Gary is always he's always a downer. Right. So cold shadow. So we never get anything good, right? So we want it to cost all this money to do this. We're gonna find chance of we'll, failure. Chance of failure. Fine, we'll enslave somebody, and then it's not gonna work. And you don't even tell us until after it fails. You don't even tell us then. You just tell us it fails. We try. Stop shaking. You're not doing it right again. Stop, stop, stop crying. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I was a well. I was a member of the guild. <laughs> I had access to laboratories all across Greyhawk. <laughs> right here's my guide. Yeah, and 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 I'm a yeah. platinum member. <laughs> here's my card. So, yeah. All right. That's rough. So that was, oh, this is, I want to mention this. I want to remember non-standard magic items because this was absolutely hilarious. It is. Okay. I want to talk about when a player character comes and says, a player says, oh, I have this magic item from another campaign. And you look at it and you don't recognize it, right? And, and and this is what Gary tells you how to handle this. Other referees will not generally know what special powers or restrictions such items have. Thus, they will not be usable in campaigns other than that from which they came in most cases. You as a referee should simply cause any such items brought into your campaign to... <laughs> to, to it's stolen. It's, yeah, it's, it's been pinched. You know, Gary. Can I bring, can I bring Black Razor? <laughs> no, no, it's even worse, James. Yeah, you can bring Black Razor. End of end of game one. Where's Black Razor? It's gone. <laughs> it's been stolen. Okay, never. So you can't even use it in the old campaign. And I'm telling your other DM, never take a player's. Or this is the part I love. Never take a player's word for any item. Do not allow its use in your campaign unless you know his or her DM. And get a full explanation in writing. In, in writing from that person which details the property of the item. Yeah, that's hilarious. Are you, there is a writing requirement being imposed. Did this actually happen? So like a letter sent? Do you so you has anyone ever done this back in the day? Did you write so you move? My letters of reference. I, I come with this letter. You're right. You're right. You're leaving. So you're in New York, you're coming down to Florida. And you've got Ash, you, you've got your character, yep. and he's got these magic items which are unique to your campaign. And, and yeah, you need to go and ask for letters. Well, and, 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 your, and, yeah. the, and the performance, it would be a whole file. Mm-hmm. It would basically be your campaign file. Every week, how you were rated, your overall rating. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's right, because you might currently, you may be in between levels, and you may be at a, currently right. a low rating. Your alignment graphing chart. You right. need to come your with your alignment, alignment graphing, graphing chart. Your grading. I'm this close, I'm this close to chaotic evil. <laughs> that's right. Um, you know, how many hit points you got per, all this pertinent information, general DM notes. Right. 27th of October, uh, went into combat. You know, justifications for ratings. Absolutely. That would and I'll ask for them, and I, and I interview you for my group, and I'll ask for the items one at a time. I'm like, do you have your alignment chart? Yeah. Uh, here's somewhere, sir. Here it is. And I look up, and I'm like, look down. 
Look up, look down. Okay, you got your. Uh, do you are you uh, are you requesting permission for the use of any non-standard magic items? Uh, uh, just just one search, just one search. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Yeah. You bring it up. I look at it. Yeah, and then I'll be like yay or nay, right? right. So uh, um, this one is okay. Right, and then I look at your. I look at your performance. I'm like, can you explain uh, why did you get a four? Between second, I see between, it's your permanent record. Right. It's like your report card. You're like now ninth level. I see here between level two and three, uh, you had you had a four. Can you explain that? Right. What happened and have, there? Yeah, what happened, right? Yeah, okay. And, you know, tell me of a time you used this magic item in the campaign. What did you, how did you use it and what was the effect? You, you'd have to be interviewed. And I may, I may actually need to correspond with right. your DM right. back, Neil, before making the decision. This, this is great stuff. This is, you know, this is, this is great. But so. I think people who read this today, if they played modern games, they, it would make no sense to them. But this idea of <laughs> you have a dungeon, I have a dungeon, you're, you have characters, players in yours, they would leave that dungeon, they would come to my dungeon for a while. They would go play different dungeons. Right. We just don't do that now. And so this, this idea is so odd. And, and they've fixed that, quote-unquote, in, you know, in, in the... Because in 5th edition, there's this Adventures Guild. You can go and the characters are cured, so you know when you show up, they have... This is what they have. But there's a whole process to do that. And we saw there was a sage advice letter, was there not, where somebody yeah. had said, I went to somebody else's dungeon... So he's like a guest DM, whatever. And I didn't he killed me. So it was like way too hard and I was killed or something. Can I just ignore that? And I think I may have been Gene Wells. I can't remember who he said. Absolutely not. You're dead, yeah. You're a dead man. You're dead. You take a risk. If you agree to be you should have checked out that D oh, right. it's like rate my rate my DM dot com. Oh, rate my DM. How hard we, that should be. That should be we should start that. Right. We could get a lot of advertising. Rate my DM. Oh, we need okay. Um we that's ours. That's ours. That's right. We, we are now right. taking it. That's We're right. taking it. RateMyDM.com. You need to buy that on... Um... God, I think there's more work for me. <laughs> you need to... Like, as, soon you as, buy you, as soon as I said this was a good idea. The web domain. You need to buy that. Not really. And yeah, it'd be RateMyDM.com. You look them up and see how difficult they are, right? Now, they're kind of boring, but they're easy. Yeah, it would be like, oh, they're boring. Well, people have it on Reddit. They have RateMyDM. I want to. I want people to rate their DM. So it's, there is no ratemydm.com, but well, that's what it should be. And then you could be like, um, oh, like oh, but he gives away tons of treasure. Like oh yeah, okay, okay, he's boring, terrible adventures, but it's like you know, it's like an average grade of A. All right, rate my DM is available. <laughs> what a shock! Ratemydm.com. Yeah. So if you want, if you want that, you're gonna you're gonna have to come up with the attributes and everything else, and then I'll buy. What it. are the attributes? Well, how are we rating the how are we rating the DM presentation style fairness? Oh, that's, yeah, that's too hard because then we actually have to like create a program. Right. Well, I don't have to create a program. It'd just be a form that people would fill out. And if you want to do it, I'm not doing that. Chili peppers. <laughs> right. Because I used to have chili peppers. Right. right are they yeah. attractive? Yeah. Right. The DM, DM attractive. No, nah, I think it's just something fun to talk well, about. Well, we need to put that flipping and turning as an ad for it. Rate my DM. Exactly. That's another ad. I love it. Time to make some money. So, uh, so kind of wrapping this up. Uh, let's see. I'm, let's see. Blah blah. Same thing as. 
Yeah, so, you know, there's... So what are alternatives to the DMG process? Well, uh, you could have events create magic items or, or how relics appear, right? You don't have to go through this. You know, if... Like in our... Um, Indescribable death that Carl Slicing did last set last time. If uh, Aphrodite came out of the the was it Evergold pool, what's the what's the name? Um, ever. <laughs> I think it is ever. Is it, I think it is Evergold. I think I'm right. I can tell. You. I'll tell you. You keep talking, and I will tell you if you are right. So if she, you know, dries herself off, and then now the towel is a is a you know, basically a cloak of persuasiveness or or cloak of love because that towel becomes magical. You don't have to Ever. do all, Evergold, right? Ever. So yeah. she she bathes in the, the, the pool of Evergold and she dries herself off and now that towel is the cloak of filter of love. Oh. Making stuff up like That's that. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> <laughs> No, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. that was good. That's right. Yeah, you're quick. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the crowd's thinning out. That's right. It's like, it's gotten late. I, I just need one, I need a voice of one guy. Boo! Yeah. <laughs> you do. You suck. Suck. That's the heckle one. Yeah. So, um, and, and, so you can have some great events that cause magic items. Or special places that uh, create magic items. You know, instead of taking items that are magically created, you you go and at the end of the quest, the tree of happiness. You put the your sword next to it, and it becomes a plus one sword or something to that effect. I agree. I think that's great. I I prefer that. That's that's a lot more fun and and fitting for the campaign. Yeah, and then you, and then it ties into the campaign because again, that's what makes the AD and D characters special is that the, the magic and how they acquired them, um, and and then you don't have all this bookkeeping. So that's that's my I like that idea. And then the other idea that if you're trying to eliminate something I did in in the last campaign I ran was you know because again this thing of you're constantly giving out magic items because people want them, but then you get the plus one becomes the plus two and they want to sell it and trade it and blah, 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 you know, have them scale. Like you get a famous sword, you know, the Oathbreaker sword and it has a gem orange, socket orange whip. I'm orange sorry? Whip. or orange whip, orange. right? But orange whip has a gem socket and later he, they can switch out the gem for a more powerful gem so that, you're not having to give them new swords all the time. There's only a handful of swords, mm -hmm. but they can be mm -hmm. powered up, quote unquote, so that, you know, Orange Whip, when it's, you know, it's plus one sword right now, it's great. But then, you know, when you're level 10, you're like, I'm not using Orange Whip. I'd rather use this plain plus two sword because I get more damage from it. And just upgrade, upgrades. I like that. I like that. It's a good idea, too. I like the idea of upgrades. Well, because I'm, I'm, I was tired of the. I want the, you know, they all want the Ye Mary Magic Shop with, all, you know, the price listings, and they have the Beckett's Guide to, you know, appraising magic items. That's like going to the pawn shop. What's that? Pawn Wars or Pawn? The, you know, yeah. That show. Yeah. And you bring in your magic item. They're like, oh, well, what's the story behind this one? Well, I got this from the, you know, the dungeon of. Tomb of Aethering the Damned, and uh, oh yeah, I heard that was a tough one. Yeah, I got it. And uh, you know, this brooch was from that uh, the old woman, the witch, 
Uh, oh, yeah, that you guys killed? <laughs> that's right. That we, oh, she's, yeah. she wasn't supposed to be killed. She's wonderful. Oh, it's, anyway, you get the idea. Yes. So I don't like that. I'd rather them just keep the items and that they're special, that they're not these just generic right. kind of things. So. It's not just numbers. Right. Stats. Replacing plus one with plus two. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that was good. If you have more comments, put them in there. Let's roll for our D10. All righty. It's a five. Five. Yeah, that's, I feel that was pretty good because last time was great. We had Carlos on and we did the Jeopardy. This was, this was you know, this is kind of the average what you get from us. I'm not, I'm not too upset with that. So what did you guys think about today? All right. Well, thank you for coming out. Thank you. Yeah, I'd like to thank the folks at the Fortress Madabascar uh, uh, for coming out. Yeah, and, this, uh, was, this was really good. So on behalf of Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we will see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. This is Big Publishing Company Production. All rights reserved.